2: Hi guys, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Talks on Uni Therapy Podcast. My name is Kat, I'm the host, and if you're new to Couch Talks and you don't know what it is, it is the bonus episode of Uni Therapy where I answer questions that you guys send to Catherine at unitherapypodcast.com. And quick reminder before we get into all that we're going to talk about today, that this podcast does not serve as a replacement or a substitute for any actual mental health services, but we always hope that it can help you in some way at some point. So I just got back actually yesterday from a wonderful week, what was four, four days at the beach with some of my best friends. And I had this moment yesterday and today where I was thinking how good of a feeling it is when you're ready for a vacation to be over like you've vacationed enough and you actually are desiring to get back to your life not that the vacation is bad by any means and not that you don't want to go on vacation but also you really enjoy the life you've created and it's not like I was dying to get back to the office As much as i love my job it's not the thing that i look forward to the most in my life which has a lot to do with the question i'm going to answer today so i'm going to answer the question and we're going to carry on with why even said anything that i just said and i want to remind everybody that we keep the questions anonymous here so you don't have to worry about me saying your name or where you're from or anything like that the person who wrote this question actually wrote their question and underneath it gave me a little more context and I kind of pieced some of those together without adding any personal information and that was really helpful because it helped me understand really where they were coming from, which it's hard to answer these questions sometimes because they're so generic and so I really appreciate that and know that you can do that. You can send me a question and then you can give me more detail to help me understand without me having to divulge all of your personal information on, I mean, is this the internet or... It's not Radio Waves because it's a podcast to the public. We'll go with that. So here's the question. I am working in a profession that I have not always hated, but for the past two to four years, I've started to dread. I don't see this as I went into the wrong field, but that it has simply run its course in my life. I'm now starting a master's program in an unrelated field to leave this profession. It will take me about 20 months to complete the program. Unfortunately, I'm the breadwinner in my home, so I can't just take any other job for the next two years. We rely on my income. What advice can you give me for surviving my current profession until then? Changing jobs will not help me. I know this. I left a job two years ago hoping a new environment would help, but it did not. Okay, so I really like this question and I think it's a great question and it also sounds like this person is in a pretty healthy place. You're not shaming yourself for choosing the wrong thing or blaming your workplace environment. You're just noticing that you're in need of a change and the current job you had has run its course and it's okay to change and I love that. I feel like so many people stay in the same profession or avenue in their whole lives because they feel trapped and a lot of times... We feel trapped because we believe it's too late to start or we've got start over or we have put too much effort into what we're in. We don't want that to go to waste. And while I do think it's super hard to somewhat start over in a career, I also don't think it's impossible. So I'm already really excited for you that you're doing this. And it sounds like you're on the right track. You have something to look forward to, a way out of your current job and the current dread you're feeling. And oftentimes, knowing there's a way out and knowing that there is an end date can alone alleviate some of that dread or just like ickiness of your current environment. And so I hope that that has already kind of helped a little bit knowing that you're doing something so this is not just a forever thing. I also think it is super, super helpful to create a life outside of work and to make that life outside of work super important. For a lot of people, work does not equal passion. And I I feel like I talk about that quite often on here. We live in a society where it feels like we have to be so passionate and love our jobs and be obsessed with working and want to talk about it all the time. It's like a part of our personality. And a lot of people don't have passion when it comes to their jobs. And I really think that's okay. I think it's more than okay. And I think it's really unfair to say that you can't live a fulfilling life unless you love your job. I personally think you can, and this brings me back to me talking about my vacation. The thing I was looking forward to the most when thinking about getting back home, again, like I said, wasn't jumping back into work. It was jumping back into my routine, my habits, the people that I like to see on a regular basis, things like that. And... The smaller things in my life, not this thing that I spend doing eight to 10 hours a day. The smaller things in my life are my favorite parts of my life. Making my favorite meal of the week, sleeping in my own cozy bed, going to the grocery store with Patrick. I really enjoy those little things. And I wanna encourage you to make sure you are packing in a lot of small little things that might seem mundane, but also bring you a lot of joy that you might just be like not even realizing bring you a lot of joy. I think we can spend way too much time making work the thing that our lives revolve around. I mean, we spend what, eight to 10 hours there a day. Sometimes people spend more. And then we spend more time obsessing about it, talking about it, planning around it. It's just this, it, again, like I said earlier, becomes like our personality, part of our personality. And I don't think that it needs to be that way at all. If, ever don't get me wrong I think that it can be very very powerful and important for us to process and talk about work outside of work but it doesn't have to be this all-consuming thing that I mean I feel like we grow up thinking what our lives are going to be is like what we're going to do for a living which makes sense again we spend a lot of time doing it and we can think and dream about what kind of life we're going to be living too, not just what we're going to be doing to make money Now, a lot of people do have passion woven into their job, and I think that that's okay too. It doesn't mean that's bad, but I just feel like it's important to keep talking about the fact that that doesn't always have to be the case, and you don't have to keep trying to find a different job until you feel passionate about yours. You can do that, but it's not the only avenue to create a fulfilling life, and I just want people to know that. So my question for you and and what I would suggest is what if you could create more life outside of your job that excited you while you can't control the current status of your job? And we get to be more excited about those things and we can focus on those things more than we focus on how much we don't like our job. So if we focus on those little things and we look forward to those little things and we start putting our energy in those little things, we're going to be spending less energy thinking about how much we hate our job. So really, to me, when it comes to like how do you survive the current job, the current role you're in while you're working to uh, move into something else, it's pretty simple to me. A lot of it has to do with creating things and paying attention to things that don't have to do with work because, again, you cannot control that right now. The other thing that you can do is create some benchmarks you can celebrate. Make a countdown that celebrates you achieving things. Uh, You're in this program, so can you start celebrating more of those achievements? Maybe have a countdown to when your graduation is. Celebrate when you do well on a test or you you do well on a project or something like that. So you're, again, paying more attention to that, the thing that you're looking forward to, than the thing that you're dreading. And then create space to not talk about work at all. Maybe you create more space in your life to play games with your family after work. You start a new hobby. Maybe you start to cross-stitch your garden. But what I'm really getting at is find ways to fill your life after work with things that aren't also work. Now, I don't know the structure of your job. I don't know the ins and outs of what you have to do and how taxing it is and how rigid it is. But I think it's also an okay thought to think about how you can Do your job well, you know, keep your integrity while you're still employed at this place while allowing yourself grace of not doing your job perfectly and to the highest of any standard at all times. And I don't mean like be a slacker and like don't finish things. I mean, maybe you bring lunches into work that excite you and you actually take a break at lunch to enjoy Eating your food or talking with a coworker, or maybe you schedule in some walks during the day while you're at work. Find some time to break up the monotony of the dread that you have. Switch up what you can. And again, focus on that versus the dread of what you can't switch up. And I would add at the end of this, I think one of the biggest things is to be super kind to yourself. Like I said earlier, I think it's awesome. You're already on the right track, and I think it's really a huge deal what you're doing putting effort in to shift something when a lot of people would say, oh, I can't do that. It's too late. It would be too hard. And that's a big deal. And I think you should celebrate that alone and be very kind to yourself and celebrate yourself in that own achievement. And when you feel overwhelmed, ask for help and let others help you going to school while working, while also trying to find time for leisure and to take care of yourself is a lot. Like you have a lot of things going on and. It's super fair to acknowledge that even though these are things that you chose to do. And I guess if you could not work the job, you would, you would quit. So you don't have complete control on that. But I just want you to be giving yourself the attention that you deserve and the love and the care that you deserve because what you're doing again is a really big deal. You're doing a lot. So if it feels like a lot, it's not because you're doing it wrong. It's because it's a lot. (laughs) It just is. So I hope that helps. I know these aren't light bulb, life-changing, jaw-dropping suggestions, but I think that's what's so powerful about them is sometimes the most simple little shifts and changes can be the most powerful. And I, I truly believe when we can shift our attention, it takes a while. It's that creating a new pathway in your brain, creating a new river. If you've heard me on here, talk about the river metaphor. If we create these new pathways that our brains naturally go to, we're going to be focused on these good things more than we're focused on the icky things. Now, the dread of your job—you might not start enjoying your job. I don't think that's what I'm—I'm going to try to convince you to think it's going to happen. You're probably going to not like your job till it ends. But the weight of that could feel lighter if we put more of our attention and we create more of a natural rhythm to pay attention to the things in your life that you do enjoy and that do bring you more energy and fulfillment and joy. So again, I hope that was helpful. And if anybody else has any questions, you know that you can always send them to katherine at com. You can follow us at unitherapypodcast. You can follow me at cat.defada, And you can follow my therapy practice at Three Therapy, all on Instagram. I will be back with you guys on Monday with a, an episode that I'm super excited for you guys to hear. And until then, I hope that you are having the day you need to have. Bye guys. Listen to Woke F. Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.